Good morning. It's 9 o'clock. Stay tuned for Love Talk from the Word with Evelyn Davidson and Cindy Bana as they talk about on the Yes Line. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard and New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Good morning. I am Cindy Bonna. Love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the Word Studios, 1490 AM. Information with information. Reminding you that you can Facebook us at KLGO Radio or you can get us live streaming KLGO.net and you can also catch up with Evelyn and I at onpointbroadcasting.com and lovetalknetwork.com. Good morning, Miss Evelyn, First Lady of Love. Do you mean that we're a little bit more than a string and uh, a tin can? Is that what you're trying to tell yes, me? Yes, more than, and the drums. You know, I come from an Indian heritage, and the drums <laughs> were were part of, you know, life uh, in those days it, it just and smoke signals <laughs> Evelyn. I, really i kid you not and when it came time when it, i'm sorry when it came time for the sugar cane to come in and you know they made the syrup for the year i it was a party back in the woods of a cut and shoot texas but you know and that wasn't the only party y'all were having back there in the woods of cut and shoot no, texas they made who, shinny too who, who, you know what you, shinny is who you kidding 
Shinny, Shinny is uh, homemade brew. Yeah, and uh, we're not talking iced tea. No, in we're the not. Sun. No, we didn't. We didn't have tea. We had coffee, but no tea. <laughs> but Cindy, you know, uh, we say that to just uh, let people know we're real, and we come from. A oh, real we are moment. real, very real. And there's no guile in us at all. We don't have any guile. We're just, we are what we are. And we're, what we're you just, see is what you get. Absolutely. And just thrilled to be here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it has been another one of those weeks that um, I think we could really describe as a revealing week as we're beginning to see more and more about how it is that God does bless those who serve him and seek him and trust him. And, you know, we have this, all this weather of change this mm. week, Cindy. <laughs> the rain, uh, the cool weathers. I just think it was. I'll wear my boots. Here it is, the middle of July. I'll put boots on today because I was like, I am so tired of slogging through wet. Now, when I say tired, don't get me wrong. I love every minute of it, but I'm just either, I either want to be barefoot <laughs> and playing in the gutters as a kid or just let me get my boots on so that my feet aren't wet. It has been fabulous. Well, I think, you know, the Lord has taken note of Austin, especially, and mm. of Texas. And I think this is a great blessing from his hand as we have been so focused on him. And the scripture that we're going to be talking about today is, oh, magnify the Lord with me. That's what we're going to do here today, Cindy, is we're going to magnify, we're going to put that magnifying glass on some of the things that God has done, wants to do. That's perfect because the end of that verse says exalt his name together. So you and I can do that together. As a matter of fact, when we talk about no guile, here's the, here's the plain truth. What is the plain truth? The plain truth is you and I just come on here to talk about Jesus because we don't have anything else really to talk about except the name of Jesus. And so we, we do want to exalt him. Now, we've been in this series for a while, The Yes Life. And boy, did the Lord bless us with a punchline to this series because the overarching concepts that we've been talking about is what does it take to say yes to God? Right. Now, you know, we say yes to God in the sense of believing God and giving our life to him. And many of us are, we know that by the word salvation. And then there are other words in the Bible that talk about born again. Mm -hmm. You know, what it takes to be born again. But boy, I'll tell you what, when we entered into this dialogue about saying yes to God, what we wanted to do was to talk about there's more than all of that. Right. You know, how can there be more, Evelyn, than salvation and eternity with God? Well, it comes from connection, Cindy. When we isolate ourselves and begin to think about, you know, what it is that we have to have to survive in life, or we think about what it is that we've got to do to get to go to the head table. Mm. You know, there is, there's a principle uh, that Jesus taught. He said, go and sit in the lowest place so that when your host comes, he may say to you, friend, move up higher. Friend, move up higher. That means go to the, you know, to, to the head of the table or go to the microphone or go wherever it is that he's calling us to go. And he says, then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For everyone who exalts himself, what happens, Cindy? Will be humbled. Humbled. 
Absolutely. If we put ourselves up to the audience that we are talking to today, and I would say this to each one of you who are listening to us today, we don't do that. We are humbled by God to be here, to be able to look and think and see the things that he's doing. And it says those who humble himself will be exalted. And we don't do the things that God calls us to do so that we can be exalted. We do it through humility and through learning. Say, yes, Lord, whatever it takes, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm willing to be, not do. But that is what I'm willing to be. Well, this week we're going to, you know, today we're going to have a dialogue about this concept of leading and following. Because, boy, have we seen in Texas some fabulous examples mm-hmm. of both. Right. And one of the things that's interesting in America is um, is people have lost the concept of followership in many ways. Mm-hmm. You know, what is it? In servantship. Yeah, what does it take to be a really good follower. If we've got the mantra out there, you know, that the American dream is we're all going to be leaders. And mm-hmm. we've talked about this before. So we'll be talking about some of the contrast between success and leadership, following humility versus pride. And we're doing this basically to some degree coming out of some of the experiences that we had at the Capitol. Mm -hmm. You know, our previous conversation, we had talked about, um, you know, if God exists, why does it even matter? You know, that's that's kind of where we've been in our previous conversations as we were talking about truth under saying yes. You know, because in order to say yes to God, you got to be pretty clear about what truth is. If you're Mm -hmm. if you're walking in some kind of gray zone, you know, oh, my goodness, who made uh, the Kool-Aid Society? Yeah. In other words, you know, all things are equal. Everything is great. Let's be tolerant. Mm-hmm. There is no black and white to some degree. Now, we're not talking about pride and we're not talking about a religious spirit, but some degree you've got to have a mentality sure. of black and white. You know, there's truth and mm-hmm. there's absolute truth. There's relative truth. There's my personal truth. But then there are the truths of God. You know, even in Psalm 14, 1 that we had talked about where it said God exists. Why does it matter? Here's what Psalm 14, 1 says. It says the fool says in his heart there is no God. Now listen, for sure, in the last month of our life, as we traipse those capital halls (laughs) morning, noon, and night, there are a bunch of fools that said, you know, one, if there is a God, he doesn't matter. Yes. And then there are another one that said in their heart, there is no God. I rule myself. Now, for those of you who want to think I'm some kind of heartless Christian, because I want you to stay tuned to the whole program, because we're going to be talking about God's heart for the foolish. If you don't think that God hadn't been for the foolishness in my mm-hmm. life if it wasn't for God coming after the fool in me. Evelyn mm. still does he come after that foolish heart and pursue that such and that the he lost can be heart, true. Cindy, and that's, that's one of the things that we're going to establish today. But, the, you know, in Psalm twenty nine eighteen, the word says, without revelation... Mm. People do what? Run wild. 
Okay. Until God's Holy Spirit begins to use, he begins to seek you and he seek. It's not his will that any be lost. The scriptures validate that. But he is constantly working not only in our lives and in through the circumstances of our life, but through the blessings of our life to teach us to trust him. But it says, when without revelation, people run wild, but one who listens to instruction will be happy. And that instruction has to be from God's word and from the power of God's Holy Spirit. And so when we're talking about following, you know, we're talking about the revelation of who we are in this period of time, living in the time in which we mm. live. We cannot follow every whim and wind that comes by. And the scriptures tell us that. Peter talked about that. He said, you know, they're climbing your window and tell you wrong things. He talked about women. And those <laughs> things are part. Really? I'm sorry. I had pictures of someone climbing in the window yes. and tell me wrong well, things. Well, I heard one preacher say it was television. You know, that's yeah. the winner to the world today. But, you know, it's more than that now because it is our iPads and the kind of. Those are the things that God uses in our life to do two things. Number one, to reach us and teach us. He wants to reach us with the, with the fact that he loves us and that he is who he says he is and that he will not leave us, but that he will abide in us so that we can be his love on parade. But the thing is, is that we live in a world, Cindy, where the enemy is stalking and robbing and stealing and lying. And if we do not know if we do not know what God has to say about it, then we get caught up in that stampede of life. And it, it has no good end. So revelation from his word and from the Holy Spirit is the thing that keeps us moving so that we don't feel like that we're better than anybody or that we're, we, need, we deserve this, we don't deserve that. It's just in this simple place of servanthood. Mm. Well, Evan, we're going to take our break. We're going to come back. We're going to contend to talk. We're going to continue to talk about what the difference is between being a fool and being a follower. This was Love Talk on the Word. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar, Hail Damage Specialist. 
smoothing out life's dents and bumps, big or small, for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellis and Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. Tim Smith and Hill Country Landscape and Garden Center have partnered with Love Talk for 28 years. These good folks are ready to help you with landscape design, irrigation, and construction. Whether it's lighting, sprinklers, beautiful trees, or shrubs, they have it all. Conveniently located just off 183 North near the Big Blue Water Tower at 13561 Pond Springs Road. Now, whether you want to shop at the nursery and the garden center or desire a new custom-designed landscape for your property, Hill Country Landscape is the one to call. With more than 45 years of working with both homeowners and commercial property owners, there's no better choice. Hill Country Landscape can make your home or business bloom and grow. For the Love Talk Tree Special, just tell them the Love Talk lady sent you. Call them at 258-0093 or check them out on the web at www.hillcountrylgc.com. Hill Country Landscape, an Austin tradition, 258-0093. Licensed Irrigator 4089. Good morning. I am Cindy Vaughn. I love talking in the beautiful blast KLGO, the word 1490 AM information with inspiration, of course, in the studio with me is First Lady of Love, Miss Evelyn Davison. And today we're talking about the yes life. Specifically, we're talking about following, followers, leading, leaders. And we entered in our first segment talking about what it is to have a foolish heart. You know, some would, you know, you can be a follower. You can follow anything. And it can be foolhardy sometimes. I mean, look. Uh, there are some who'd say that the dinosaurs all followed each other off the cliff, you know. <laughs> like the wild pigs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So for sure, that was foolish. But, you know, so not even, even being a follower takes tons of encounter. In the previous dialogue, when we were talking about, you know, life is not just about knowing the truth, but it is about living the mm-hmm. truth, and it is about knowing the one who is truth. truth. And we talked about that in terms of, you know, what does it matter? If even God exists, what does it matter? And we talked about enjoying and knowing God. We talked about encountering God, experiencing God, engaging with God, and expecting God. And then you and I went through this protracted season at the capital of Revelation, of the power of um, of what God was running ahead, doing on behalf of uh, of us all, rather than uh, judging us, showing uh-huh. His mercy, we saw some great examples of followers, those who were following as fast as they could after the truth, and then we saw some great examples of foolishness. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Most Whoa, of which we can't even talk on that mm-hmm. on the air. Mm-hmm. And so, Evelyn, I want you to just talk to us more about this principle of what God, you know, what is it that Jesus said in the New Testament that's fresh? 
You know, one of the things he said was in that verse, Luke 14.10, that you read out of the ESV. He said, you know, go sit at the back of the line. When you when you think you have something to say, maybe you ought to zip it. You know, he goes and says these things that are always in contrast to the way of the world. What what do you say, Evelyn? Well, the scripture says there that every everyone, and not you know, it's just not a, a sampling, but everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. Mm. Now, if we take that and we translate that into the life issues that we've been dealing with here in the state of Texas, what is it that a woman does when she exalts herself and her plan or her dreams or her insanity above the life of an unborn child? Mm. They will be humbled. I mean, there will come a time when she will have to face that in reality, especially if an abortion is part of the, the choice that's made because of the life that is given uh, to women. I mean, we are, we, we are the incubator, if you want to call it. We are the nursery. We, that's, that's why this thing where we said Jesus did not make the womb to be a tomb. That is the greatest privilege that we have as women is to really procreate with God and with a husband, uh, or, you know, if it's outside marriage, whatever it is, then to help give life to that, to that life that has been created. It is that we are humbled by that. Those of us who know what real life is. The fact that God has given me two boys is a miracle of God. It is an absolute miracle, Cindy. Now, I cannot rule their lives. I cannot make all their decisions for them. But we do have a responsibility as parents and neighbors, you know, even in a community. We grew up in a very small town. And if anything, if I did anything wrong before supper time, my dad knew it. Or my uncle knew it, and that was what of you know, like community and family was about. Where today we are so disconnected in some regard in that area, that we see greatness and success as a different model than perhaps what you and I uh, grew up with. Hmm. And thinking, especially with women, that think you know, if I have the burden of a child, I cannot do this, or I can't do that, or I don't want this part of my life but yet in the making those decisions you've decided already you know we've decided already what it's going to be so it's not just the life and death issues it's the issue of any kind of sin and sin is not a popular word today but you know we are never above sin john says that if we say we are without sin what are we we're lying to ourselves, and we're lying to God, and we're lying to each other. And that, in its sense, is a sin itself. So if we look at what is the measure of the greatest success, of greatness and success, because that's what Jesus was talking about. You know, if you take it upon yourself, you go to the head table. I mean, you go where you make a decision about your life or someone else's life. Without humbling yourself before God, you're no, you will not bear the fruit that a life is in. Well, Evelyn, you have said a uh, a mouthful, and I'm I'm thinking about it as okay. you're as you're talking about it, um, because 
uh, you set forth the paradigm a little different than what I would have taken from this myself. And I love that. Um, you know, Jim Bonnet often does that for me too. Oh, really? He, he thinks Mr. Very, Davison does that. Yeah, too. he thinks different and sometimes his perspective on things is very good for mm-hmm. me because I won't have thought of it in that way. You know, in fact, in this verse, Jesus is not just saying, hey, if you go to the back of the line, I'm giving you a way to success. He's not either no. saying, he's not, he's not doing that either. No. What he's saying is that I'm going to come and I've come and I will always be with you mm-hmm. that I'll touch your heart. I'll teach you about the most prized parts. Yes. The things that I prize more above everything else. It isn't just that you go to the back of the line because you can have false humility in the back of the line. In the back of the line, you can be in the back of the line because you think you're not good enough. Yes. You can be in the back of the line because you, that you just hope just as much at the back of the line that you're going to be, that you're going to be sent to the front of the line as if you'd started at the front of the line. What he's saying is that that you find find in your life the path to humility. Find in your life the way to serve. Find in your life the, the back of the line. Find life at the back mm-hmm. of the line. Don't just resign yourself to the back of the line for the sake of being a follower. Find life. Find a way to do what it is I've sent you to do at the back of the line. You don't do, not everything is done at the head table. Life is, you, that we're actually life seekers in every mm-hmm. way. And that he sends us back and forth. Some he's assigned to the head of the table. Mm-hmm. Not that they want to necessarily be there. He's assigned that to them. That's true. For the purpose of what? Not to be seen, not to be a personality, maybe to bear the word of God. Because that's what happens in a pulpit. But such that life would be found. That's what he's talking to us about. Well, he is talking to us. And and to look at life, Cindy, you have to examine them because we we need leaders in this nation. Boy, that is a mouthful. And not just pastors and not just representatives or attorney generals or governors or president, but we need people in this nation who are willing to stand on what it is that God says freedom, truth really is. And there's some issues that fall into the category of understanding, and that's why revelation is so important. The first one, of course, is the sanctity of life. We've got to know the truth about the sanctity of life. And the second is the meaning of marriage. You know, you mentioned Jim. a woman just doesn't have all the everything that's needed to make the decisions about life. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. I could not do without Mr. Davison, I have to tell you. But let me tell you, he can't do without me. Uh, he, he's been redoing his bio stuff because he's a real estate agent. And last year he, you know, he had two knee replacements and uh, all other things. He didn't work. So he's ready to go back to work. And so last night he, you know, he brought his, bio sheet in. He makes the brochure for me to critique it and to edit it. And so 
I, when after he did, how did that go? <laughs> I well, it went really well. It, I said, "Honey, this is not a good word. That's not a good word. Let's change it to this word." But you know, it took both of us to do that, and that's what my point is. You know, it takes man and woman to really make a family, and so that's why marriage is so important, Cindy. I can imagine myself without having Van. I, it, it would be beyond my comprehension. And I know you feel that way about Jim. But by the same token, think about what their life would be without without you, well, without me. And there'd be a whole lot of and, unarmed shirts. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and another thing is faith in each other. Into the focus. What about the focus of faith? Mm, well, when we're talking about needing leaders, uh, one of the little anecdote comes to me as we had talked with Carol Everett, uh-huh. and uh, she talked about how prayer led the way in this this second special session at moments that were stunning even to her. You know, as the lieutenant governor. Uh, called them together as the governor called mm-hmm. them together it was uh, a moment where they all fell to their knees yes okay so this was she, her point was not to talk about the methodology of talking about prayer she was talking about here were these leaders humbled on their knees yeah, absolutely. such that Everything they were doing at that point was going to require the strength of faith mm-hmm. and focus on faith and focus on the principles of faith in order for it to move forward. And the purpose of their being there. You know, God puts leaders in places. And that you, when you understand your purpose for being there, then you, it, it establishes and it does establish that recognition and and the acknowledgement that we are where we are because God's put us here. And that's from John fifteen sixteen, Cindy. Well, I want to talk about purpose. We're going to take our break, and we're going to come back, and I'm going to just, uh, we're going to talk to you about the 99 and 1. This is Love Talk on the Word. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Tim Smith and Hill Country Landscape and Garden Center have partnered with Love Talk for 28 years. These good folks are ready to help you with landscape design, irrigation, and construction. Whether it's lighting, sprinklers, beautiful trees, or shrubs, they have it all. Conveniently located just off 183 North near the Big Blue Water Tower at 13561 Pond Springs Road. Now, whether you want to shop at the nursery and the garden center or desire a new custom-designed landscape for your property, 
Hill Country Landscape is the one to call. With more than 45 years of working with both homeowners and commercial property owners, there's no better choice. Hill Country Landscape can make your home or business bloom and grow. For the Love Talk Tree Special, just tell them the Love Talk lady sent you. Call them at 258-0093 or check them out on the web at www.hillcountrylgc.com. Hill Country Landscape, an Austin tradition, 258-0093. Licensed Irrigator 4089. Day after day, we are constantly hearing how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and good humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Taco Bell, Central Market, libraries, and churches. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online, thegoodnewsjournal.net. Good, good morning. Um, my name is Cindy Vaughn, and we're love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the Word Studios, 1490 AM, information with inspiration. And, of course, in the studio with me is First Lady of Love, Miss Evelyn Davison. And, Evelyn, we're walking through this concept today of following and being uh, what it is to be a um, a faith-filled follower Versus a foolish follower. Yes. What it is to be a, a love leader or a, a leader that just lusts for leadership. You know, right. the, you know, I just, right. I gotta be at the front. Control. What? Yeah. There's and a difference so, between and, a leader and a controller. Right. Thing. And so, you know, in all of this is the conversation that Jesus has as he comes as the example, the perfect example of a love leader. In talking about the difference between greatness mm-hmm. and success, right. because in everything that he speaks to in the Word of God to you and I, he speaks on on several levels. One is he's always speaking to life. He's what will bring life, yes. not death, but what will right. bring life. The other one he's speaking to is not success, but greatness. How is it that that the greatness of God can abide in mere mortals' hearts that are imperfect and leaky and full of sin and motivated by different things? And what is it that he's doing whenever his greatness is coming to abide in us? And then he's always talking about love. Mm-hmm. And I want you to talk a little bit about the shepherd's heart, as we've talked about foolishness and following and then leading. What is it in the lesson of the shepherd that that's important to you and I? Well, when Jesus taught Cindy, he taught the disciples, the early, early uh, pioneers of the faith, uh, through stories and through examples 
and through uh, reminders, uh, but they're called parables. And a parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. It's an earthly story about a common thing, whether he talked about salt, he talked about light. Uh, but the, the one that is such a perfect example of being a leader and being a responsible leader was when he told the parable of the 90 and 9. It's called the 90 and 9 parable. Now, there was also a parable about a woman that lost a, a, a jewel from her crown or from her uh, her ring uh, because it represented the covenant relationship she had with her husband and what she did to find that. So what he's talking about is being found and going out to find. When we come, when he, he t- tells this parable in Matthew, I think it's 18th chapter, he asks a question. What do you think? <laughs> That's what he said to the disciples. And honestly, Cindy, if we're going to be a leader that people can follow, we have got to think like Christ. And that is, think lost. We have to think lost. Think about those that are out there that have not had the opportunity to know that Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the light. And he used the illustration of the shepherd and the sheep. And this particular shepherd was pretty wealthy. He owned a hundred sheep. Now, a hundred is pretty hard to keep up with. And sheep are wild and woolly. And so what they would do would take them to the hills, to the pastures in the daytime. And at nighttime, they'd bring them into what they called the fold, which was either like a cattle you know, mm-hmm. barn, mm-hmm. or it was a cave, or it was a shelter up against a hill where he could lay down. Uh, and there are many illustrations where the shepherd would lay down at the gateway so that if a lion or anyone came through, they had to go over him. And that's strictly a picture of Jesus and how he relates in our life. But it suddenly dawned on him after he counted them, and he knew every one of them by name, that one was missing. And so what happened to the one with the missing Cindy? What did God speak to him about doing? Go get it. Go get it. Go find that. When and, and it's, he didn't just say, hey, yeah, go, uh, go call out in the neighborhood just a little bit. Look, sheep, 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 sheep. Come here, sheep. Yeah. Not, or he didn't say, go ask your neighbor. Have you seen my sheep? He said, you personally. Do whatever it takes yes. to go get this one. Leave these 99. Mm-hmm. Go get that one. It wasn't just a budgetary issue either. It wasn't just an issue of wealth. It was that he knew the sheep. He knew each sheep. One by name. In counting those sheep and recognizing which one was missing, there was a connection that was broken there. Mm-hmm. There was there was actually grief in the heart of the shepherd because he knew the terror of what a sheep felt. Helpless sheep. Because at what was out there, sheep are easily confused. They have very few defenses other than that wool. Mm-hmm. They're... The, the fear that that sheep would have felt in the midst of that prey, that confusion of being utterly and completely lost and vulnerable, 
the shepherd got that because he spent day in and day out, night after night, day after day, a lifetime with those mm-hmm. sheep. Well, the shepherd's heart was to care for those that were entrusted to him. And that's the heart of Jesus, Cindy. And if we take this parable, this principle, this promise, because after the shepherd went out, and there was great rejoicing. Uh, what is it like to be helplessly lost in uncertainty? You know, I was thinking about this and in, in prepping for this show because it's not a, these are not emotions that are um, unknown to you and I. Less known at this point in our lives because we, we do have a present Lord, mm-hmm. Emmanuel, God with us. Yet, if you and I were to walk out in the woods and there were times in that capital where I was so turned around and oh, lost. I didn't know where I was half the time. And I mean, if you don't think there weren't people bleating in your ear the whole time mm-hmm. or bleeping in your ear, things that couldn't be heard. The lions and the tigers. But when I was wolves. a little girl, we used to go rock climbing. Out in a place called Waco Tanks, which was an old, old, uh, very, very old uh, historic place where Indians had dwelt. And and it had old cave drawings. And we would go rock climbing. And there was one particular Easter Sunday we had gone rock climbing. And we had gotten into a cave that had not not seen any erosion in it whatsoever. And so there were about seven or eight of us, you know, ranging from me being the youngest at about 10 all the way up to into the 20s. But that was the oldest it was. We got so lost in that cave and the erosion, the rocks were as smooth as glass and trying to traverse those rocks. I never felt more utterly alone. I knew I was completely lost. There was no light. We didn't even have a match. We mm-hmm. had, we were saving the lighter with the lighter fluid because we never planned on being lost. We were saving that because in order to, in order that we might have enough light as the day progressed because we'd been lost in this cave for several hours. We completely disoriented, no longer knew what was east from west, north from south, because there was no light whatsoever. We couldn't see the the light at the end of the tunnel, literally. Mm-hmm. And I was terrified, Evelyn. A perfect picture of the lost sheep at that moment in my life. Mm-hmm. There have been other times in my life, you know, whether it is as a relationship completely disintegrates around us, whether it is that picture of that woman who's in an abortion clinic mm-hmm. knowing that this is a legal procedure yet knows nothing about the procedures in there by herself getting ready to walk through something that is going to change not only her life but a life. These are those things. That cause us to feel hopelessly lost in uncertainty. Am I doing the right thing? As we make decisions, when you talked about earlier about family, Mm -hmm. we make decisions about life. We make decisions about our finances, about our government. We, in many ways, are more lost 
then we know that we are. Well, Cindy, we want to come back and we want to talk about what would it, what would you give for a guide or someone to show you the way to safety and security mm. so that you would not be lost? This is Love Talk on the Word. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? ThinkMarketingTexas.com ThinkMarketingTexas.com One of the best-kept secrets in Austin, First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. When you visit this exciting place, you will feel right at home and will want to stay a while. They are Jesus-loving, spirit-filled with joyful and uplifting services that include a Bible-based message aimed right at where people live. You're welcome to stop by any Sunday morning to attend the traditional service at 9.30 or the 11 o'clock service with contemporary music led by the local worship team by design. Visit their website at fbcpville.org. See you Sunday. Good morning. I am Cindy Vanna. Love talking in the beautiful Blast KLGO, the Word Studios, 1490 AM information with inspiration. And of course, in the studio with me is First Lady of Love, Miss Evelyn, Evelyn Davison. Evelyn, we were talking about what it feels like to be hopelessly lost. And you know, we, we see these stories every year, maybe not in Texas. But, you know, people get lost on a mountaintop, you know, and I was telling a personal tale as a young child of being lost in a cave in a rock climbing excursion. And we're talking about this under this foundation of of the shepherd and what it is to think like Jesus does, where he said in, in Matthew, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And what what was the mentality of a shepherd towards the lost? And towards being a leader of the lost. I mean, mm-hmm. talk about a guy with a big job description. How'd you like to be the leader of the lost? Oh, my. You know, not necessarily the leader of the found, but the leader of the lost. And so here's Jesus saying, hey, you better think like me. I'm the leader of the lost. The only certainty in their life is the certainty that can be found in me. Well, you know, if we take the parable and it becomes a heavenly meaning, uh, that's what a parable is, an earthly story with a heavenly meaning, it's the picture of Jesus. Very plain, very simple. Uh, he does not rest until he knows that we uh, are going to be at home safe and secure. Well, because God is our guide. Absolutely. Absolutely. The only way to be found... And he's talking about whether we are born-again believers, we are Jesus followers, Christ followers. Uh, he, even when we're out there and we're lost in the world of connections and directions and bad information, you know, like we've gone through in the state of Texas with so many women that love God but are, have a misunderstanding of what true life is and responsibility. But then we have to remind ourselves that he said that he would lead us to safety. He's not going to push us. He's not going to desert us. 
But he is a leader himself that will lead us to safety if we stop and think about it and we make that decision to follow him. And then the other thing is that Jesus came for that purpose, Cindy. He came to care for people with what? Not judgment, but with love and compassion. How does that play out, Cindy, in what we've gone through in the state of Texas the last month? Well, I don't, I don't know if my first response will answer your question, but in this, the stunning response I have in my heart is that, you know, uh, a leader comes to lay down his life for the sheep. Uh, that's what a shepherd does. He doesn't come to advance his own life. He comes to lay it down. Um, he comes to advance principles of truth, but does not come to advance himself. And so what do I take from that? Is that God has called each one of us. This is, this is the thing about Christianity that I wish I could get. We could say, Again and again and again and never get tired of. Once Jesus calls you friend, which is was in one of these scriptures we read here today, then you're a friend of the king. Your life is not your own. Mm-hmm. You develop the same heart that he has. Well, that's what life is for those who... Um, Believe John's fifteen sixteen, Cindy. And this is what John fifteen sixteen said. Jesus is speaking and talking to his disciples, those that have come to know him, to love him, to to trust him in leading them away from the lawyer type of life to the love life that he came mm. to give us. And this is what he said You did not choose me. I chose you. And in the Amplified Version, it says, not only have I chosen you, but I have planted you. I put you in the love field where you are. I have set you in a place to be the gatekeeper to a flock or to be uh, the caregiver for a family or, as a woman, the life giver to an unborn child. I have planted you right where you are. I had to make those choices for you, but I planted you. Not only have I planted you, but I have appointed you. I've appointed you to be a leader. And then he says something really, really powerful. He said, I have anointed you. And anointing comes when we fully understand who we are, why we're here, and what it is God is leading us to do through the power of his Holy Spirit. And the anointing comes with the power to be who it is he's designed us to be. So if we are designed as women to give life, to protect life, to secure life, we're the same as a shepherd taking care of unborn of little sheep. That's what a mother does. That's what a wife does. And so as we look at that, we have to know that from this lesson of Jesus, that we have a heart as women or men. See, we have as many men listen to us on Saturdays. We have women. <laughs> To be a true shepherd, what is a true shepherd going to do? Well, a true shepherd is going to be the one that leads and leaves, but not leaves as an abandoned principle, 
that leads by example leaves when it's appropriate to go after those who are in danger to give their life. You know, one of the other principles, Evelyn, and it's one that I know that uh, you follow uh, wholeheartedly, that we can often forget about. And boy, was this a stark contrast when we were at the Capitol these last, uh, this last month. You know, uh, Jesus and the community feel real joy. Mm-hmm. When those who are lost are restored. How many of us can say that we have a heart that is so like a shepherd's that we grieve when we are counting in our midst those mm-hmm. who are lost and we rejoice when those who have lost have been found? Yeah. See, that is one of the reasons we made that change, like from Thursday to Friday at the Capitol, where you know the young people get to take the tape off their mouth and begin to exchange and encounter those that would listen. And many of them were not in a position to do that. I mean, I'm not talking about the young people. I'm talking about the people that were there because many of them were paid protesters and they were very professional and they knew how to get out of it. But what the thing is in, in this concept in that concept of, you know, being silent, praying, trusting God, and, and not moving until God tells you to move. And he said that with the Hebrew children. He said, you go here and stay here. He did that with the first century Christians. He did it with, he did it with John and, and Peter. He said, don't stay here, but wait 40 days, and then I'll give you what you need to get out and go tell. He did that with with Moses. He did it with uh, Paul. He does it with us today. We have to be sure that we are following his way and not going our way. And we 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 have to know that we have to be sincere in everything we do and not forget those that are not where we are in life, <laughs> that are vulnerable. That's what this is about. The chef, That was a sheep that was lost and didn't even know he was lost. And then we don't just get distracted from what's important. Why is that important, Cindy? Not to be distracted from the importance of the Well, life. because we can get so wrapped up in our own issues and our own troubles. It is, it is easy to forget that there are those out there that are so vulnerable and in such danger for their lives by us being so wrapped up in our own lives. That's the danger of the difference between success and greatness, is that if we are so wrapped up in our own success, we forget about greatness. And greatness is born out of having a perspective for those in greater need often than our own. And it also for being aware that we are in a battle out there. there. There is an enemy of God that a God has defeated himself, but what is his game plan? If he can't go get God, whom Christ has already, you know, he has already won the victory at Calvary. He's, mm-hmm. he's risen. He's in heaven. He is the son of God reigning with God. But the plan of the enemy in the meantime is he'd like to devour every soul that he can because he knows the grief that that causes in heaven and to Father. So for Evelyn, for those, as we come into a close, for those who have never 
Maybe they don't even have a parable. that They've never read this parable. They don't have a paradigm for what a shepherd is. But what is it to know the voice of the shepherd? What is it to listen to the voice and counsel of the shepherd? And how is it that we follow the path that the good shepherd sets before us? Well, it's a simple uh, invitation. It is one that Jesus gave uh, as he walked on this earth, it's one that the word of life, the truth of life still gives today. And as importantly as anything, Cindy, it is the message of God's Holy Spirit that's operative in the warfare that's going on today. It is unbelievable to me how God brings protection and provision and preservation for his own who know him. But you know when he is when he does that for us, it should make us more cognizant of that person out there that does not have that. And so I would you know, we just ask say, what does it take to follow the path that Jesus has set before us as Christians? It takes yielding. It takes training. And I'm, we're going to be doing some of that in Houston this week. I'm, I'll be leaving shortly to go to Houston for class, which is Christian leaders, authors, and speakers seminars. And what we do is we train people. And my part of it is to train them how to do press releases, how to do radio, how to do TV, how to write so you can get published. And it's, it's a three-day conference. We've been doing this. I'm the oldest staff person on that, on that staff. And I'm the longest, longest living one. I mean, I've been doing it for what? Oh, a long, you're younger than most It's people. important, Cindy. For You don't have to go to a class to learn how to do that. Is we just trust God and seek Him and find someone that is a strong leader that will give you time to to be discipled. And that's part of our problem today is we don't take time to decide. Well, Ellen, I, I know we just have a minute here, but here's what I want to say is that If you take nothing away else away from this program today, it is this. The good shepherd is seeking for the lost and for those that are, that are lost to uncertainty and fear and, and you can know and hear his voice. It isn't about religion. It is about fine-tuning your hearing to hear that voice of the good shepherd calling you. And then once you hear him, responding to that voice and listening to the counsel of God, he'll speak it directly to your heart. Then you follow up with the written word of God. And how and what is the point of all of this? So that he will set you on that personal purpose-filled path that he set for you, a path that leads you to life and not death. This has been Love Talk on the Word. Thank you.